And when you go into things thinking that way, like, yo, there's more than enough, you'll never have a problem helping somebody else. Um, um, and then I, I also believe that, you know, networking. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. Hey, would you like to be a guest on Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham? The link is in the show notes. And now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Greetings, greetings, Stay locked in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the 125th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Super excited to share with you all. Today's show is sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency, as well as Apex Financial Group of Virginia and the COO team. Super excited about our first guest today, Anthony Clint Jr. While still in college at Ohio State University, Anthony started Clint Productions, creating music for projects for artists such as Music Soul Child, one of our personal favorites, Tamar Braxton, Case, and Tyon T.C. Christian. He's also placed music in cable TV and award-winning productions such as Black Ink Crew, Napoli Ever After, the NAACP Image Awards, and the Emmy Award-winning series, Born This Way. Clint's focus as a music entrepreneur is to produce music for TV, film, and media. He also coaches other producers on how they can generate royalties and additional streams of income through music licensing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm good, Blair. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am so excited. I love these conversations. It's all about um, how we can kind of grow business right in our community. So thank you for your due diligence and everything you've done kind of to get to to where you are now. So let's talk about it. Dive right in. Right. What is the power of music licensing? I think we all heard the horror stories with regard to artists that didn't have, you know, what they should have had, even uh, watching. I think it was this weekend I looked at Mahalia and just looking at kind of how she ran her business and just thinking about all of that. Talk us through, you know, what is it that you are uh, coaching producers to do? Yeah, absolutely. So music licensing is kind of like this niche segment in the, the music business where you pretty much create music and you license it out to um, TV shows, films, commercials, um, just different um, outlets that a lot of producers, you know, don't naturally think about at first. Everybody hears about the big artists, the, the chart topping hits and everything like that. But um, there's other opportunities in licensing um, to really get your music in places where there's a lot of opportunities not just a handful of you know the most successful artists but you know you think about all the streaming services on Hulu Amazon Netflix um, you know in addition to the cable networks and you know the TV networks um, it's us putting our music in in those those platforms and um, you know generating royalties over time um, and even sometimes upfront sync fees Um, so that's that's pretty much what I do just kind of compose music and then send it to publishers and then they place it um, in TV and film. Mm. Interesting, right? So one of the first things that came to my mind as you were saying that is it sounds like, you know, you mentioned the word niche, right? It sounds like I've either got to have a lot of information or a lot of contacts in order to really navigate these spaces. Certainly the internet has made everything easier, Mm -hmm. uh, but 
is this, I mean, can I literally just with a quick Google search kind of find out what I would need to know in order to get into some of these opportunities if I'm already a producer or what's kind of that process? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and that's a common misconception. A lot of people think I have to have all these major connections and things like that to get started. And you, you honestly don't, um, I kind of, I break it down into like six simple steps. Um, and it, you know, uh, I guess a brief overview of those steps is pretty much like you said, doing a Google search for music licensing companies, um, and finding those companies who specialize in pitching music and TV and film. And then, uh, once you find those companies, um, you start reaching out to them and introducing yourself, um, letting them know you're a producer, a composer, and just ask if they're accepting submissions. And a lot of times they're they're open. You know, they they need music because that's how that's how they make their money as well. It's just accumulating a catalog of music so that they can serve um, their clients, and they're the ones that already have the relationships in place. Um, so you get to leverage their relationships by providing them with music, and then they'll pitch it for you um and then at the end of the day you both you know get paid um on that that placement just depending on the situation um but that's in a nutshell that's that's how you get started it's just searching for the right companies really and then just reaching out to them and then repeating that process um until you start to see the results that that you want to see makes sense music is such a driver right i mean i think it can't really be understated just the the value that music brings to any sort of production so it makes sense that you know we're almost doing them a service by reaching out they're looking for they're looking for music exactly yeah so you got connected to a pretty significant tv series uh, born this way Talk a little bit about kind of how you navigated that, you know, getting it started and what it's been like um, as you've kind of grown that relationship and been involved for a few, a few different series now, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I believe I've worked on three seasons of this, two or three. I think it was three. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was super dope. So that that came about um, like doing, as I said before, just starting out, reaching out to different companies. And I came across a publisher um, and he was he was kind of he was kind of getting started as well and building his catalog um so we had a phone conversation i sent him some music um he loved it and then we slowly started to build that relationship he would send a brief out and then i would you know submit some stuff and try and submit at least you know two to five tracks every time he he would send an email through um so over the years that relationship um just grew stronger just from delivering um on every brief that he sent and then he was presented with an opportunity with a, a big production company um to to be the head composer of um of a season of this show and um because of that consistency over the years from when i first started working with him um he brought me on board to be you know one of the composers on that show with him to help him you know compose a lot of the music um so the first season or uh, i think it was it might have been on uh i think we got on like the second season so that season the first season that we worked on it um it went really well and the, and the producers of the show you know brought us back on um for another another like two seasons um so yeah it, it all started from just building a relationship being consistent um in the early stages and then just being ready when um you know when he asked me to to be a part of it hmm. dope 
Yeah. I want to change lanes a bit um, and, and not kind of ignore the elephant in, in this particular room, which has to do with just the networking capacity of Black business owners, right? Mm-hmm. That's my that's my work. That's my area of focus. And I know that you kind of moved to Atlanta and we talked a little bit about how that strengthened in, in many different ways your own kind of capacity and resolve to uh, be a professional in this work. Can you just talk about talk about that synergy? I'm looking to create, I'm, I've been building something that hopefully will become Atlanta-like, right, in the region where I live. But just talk about the value of that and how you contribute to it and how it's kind of maintained. Yeah, so my, my initial decision to move to Atlanta was really based off, um, it was around the time when I was co-producing the, the, the record um, with a producer friend of mine, Scrap. Um, we were working on the Music Soul Child uh, track together. Um, so that, that, yeah, yeah. So that, I was in Ohio when that was taking place. Um, but that kind of pushed me and made me realize, yo, like if I was in Atlanta, like I would have been in the session, you know, in person with them as they were kind of creating these, these songs. Um, so once um, once I seen what was possible, um, I decided to move down there. And it was really to, to be able to network on the, the music industry side of things as far as the major artists and things like that. So that was my original intent. But once I got down here, um, I realized the mindset of a lot of like black entrepreneurs, it was different than where I was from. Like cats were like, I mean, everybody you run into, they had like a side business or hustle, like something was was going on, even in addition to if they had a day job, like like ev- like people are on it down here and their their thinking is 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 high level um, as far as entrepreneurship. So just being surrounded around that energy, being surrounded around like minded people. Um, who are trying to create businesses, create brands, um, and really push the culture forward, um, especially f- as black business owners, really inspired me. And, and I like being in a place, in a city where um, you see a lot of that because it pushes you to 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 go for it and, and to to be great. You know, at the end of the day, so that's that's how Atlanta has impacted me um, since I've been here. Mm-hmm. I can't really imagine what that feels like, <laughs> you know. It's it's I dope. Know what it should feel like. I, I I think I I know that we should be encouraging one another, that we should be inspiring one another, that we should be helping one another. Mm-hmm. But all too often, you know, you get into a space where it's just like, you know, someone has a good idea, and the next thing you know, you know, it becomes too competitive a market for anyone to really gain any traction because no one wants to see anyone develop more success than what they feel like they could, you know, and it's just like... Wow, why do we have that mindset and why why here, right? What took place in Atlanta that kind of smoothed that out, you know? Is yeah. there- about the politics and the landscape of Virginia, let's just say, that make that dynamic impossible. You know, that's why I was just trying to glean from you, you know, what it feels like and what you feel like you contribute to that space, you know? How how are you helping to pave the way through through what it is that you're good at, right? So that- opportunity as well absolutely um i i have an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset right so there's there's more than enough to go around you know a lot of people um 
sometimes they ask me like, yo, like, why do you give out this information? Like, isn't that going to impact your work? I'm like, bro, I can't even keep up with everything I have now. Like there's, there's so many shows. There's so many films. There's so many YouTube content creators who need music. Like it's plenty to go around. Um, and when you go into things thinking that way, like, yo, there's more than enough. You'll never have a problem helping somebody else. Um, and then I, I also believe that, you know, networking across like and next to each other not just looking for someone to put you on or looking for you know the people that you look up to to kind of put you on but build relationships around uh the people you're around right now <clears throat> excuse me especially on your way up um and and what i've learned being here is that like a lot of a lot of my friends were you know we kind of met when when i first came down here we still work together to this day. Um, the Napoli Ever After placement was a placement between with me and some friends that I met as soon as I moved to Atlanta. And we just always kept in touch. You know, we would do sessions and stuff together. And, you know, they're killing it now. The APX band, um, I mean, they're just, they're literally blowing up. So it's like, just because we've been friends like this long, there's nothing to say, yo, like, let me see if I can pitch this for TV and film and get it placed for you guys um just on on a friendship type of thing um so it's just like you never know the people around you what they'll do what they'll accomplish and if you kind of focus on on networking and building with the people that are immediately around you like dope things can happen so that's 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 my take on it yeah beautiful yeah we got about three minutes remaining. I certainly want people to get a feel for how they can connect with you and your brand. Um, if they wanted to perhaps be coached or mentored by you, how, you know, all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I hang out on Instagram a lot at Clint music. Um, so you can find me there. And then um, my website, clintproductions.com, um, which I, I also have like consultation services. Um, and then my podcast, uh, music is my business podcast. I'm available on a pl podcast platform. So I share a lot of information on there um, to help, you know, producers, musicians and artists, you know, monetize their, their music. That's amazing too. You got to the space where it's like, all right, I gotta dump this information. Like, I got, if I don't dump it, <laughs> my head's gonna explode. Right? Seriously, yeah, exactly. That's cool. That's cool. And then, do you bring, do you interview folks on that platform as well, or um, occasionally? Yeah, I, I recently just started it like last month, so it's still fresh. Um, I had my buddy uh, Bradley from um, Radio Media on. Um, uh, actually, it'll be coming on about in about a week or so um but super dope information he's worked on like the lego movie and a bunch of artists and other stuff so yeah dope stuff. what's your aspiration in the space like five years ten years you know who are you working with what are you doing um man just really giving back to to producers helping them get started and, and so on into the next generation and then just um just kind of growing my my production team and then eventually launching into you know more of the publishing thing side of things um to where you know i'm just i just want to be the connect at the end of the day to, to publish everybody's music and tv and film mm, so that kind of next step is the is the publisher so that's absolutely right now to get into and you want to okay yep okay nice all right well certainly wishing you well 
uh, let me go back and just recap the social media piece. Uh, I had it right there. Clintproductions.com, Clint Productions LLC on Facebook and at Clint Music on Instagram. Absolutely. Dope, man. Would love to have you back. I definitely foresee some ways we can work together with some of the things I do with Black Brands, some of the mentoring that we do with youth. And love it. Love it. So I'm going to keep your number. <laughs> please do. Please do. Thank you, Blair. I appreciate you having me. I also want to remind you about our upcoming real estate conference. It's HR RealCon 21, our fifth annual real estate readiness event. We are so excited. We've expanded the event to comprise two days this year. So I will kick off on Friday evening, April 30th, with a segment from Danita Hayes of Victory Allegiance Realty and Wall Street Cafe. She's also the founder of a new movement, Women Flip Houses Too. She's one of the most successful real estate brokers in the Hampton Roads region. Uh, This new movement is all about, of course, empowering women with the tools and information that they need in order to achieve success in real estate. We'll also also have on Friday evening a piece on wholesaling for dummies and this segment is hosted by none other than Seiko Varner, the founder and CEO of Positive Vibes Incorporated. He'll be bringing some other wholesalers to the table, talking through certain aspects of private money uh, lending. He's one of the most recognizable faces in Hampton Roads easily. And so I certainly want to invite you to participate in the Friday session as well as the Saturday session. So Saturday morning, come back for a mini first-time homebuyers course sponsored by Virginia Housing Community Development Corporation and James Taylor. During this mini course, we'll learn about available grants to lower closing costs. We'll talk about how to shop for a realtor and we'll look at what the market is doing now. We also have a buy the block segment with Clarence Harris, a building a successful real estate business with Kit Lockett, another segment with Seiko Varner focused on again, the private money lending piece, and we'll conclude with a real estate roundtable. We'll bring all the professionals together uh, and get some closing thoughts, no pun intended. Final tips, it'll be a brief discussion on how to get started in real estate right now. This event is also free and open to the public. This event is also virtual and accessible from wherever you are. And this event can be uh, registered for by visiting our website blackbrand.biz B-L-A-C-K-B-R-A-N-D.B-I-Z Hey, this is Seiko, DJ Seiko Varner, but you also know me as your favorite private money broker. So make sure you sign up for HR RealCon 2021. You definitely want to check out the workshops that I'm doing. Wholesaling and private money. Yes. Make sure you register for HR Real kind today. Again, a free event. You can register blackbrand.biz. This show was brought to you by the consulting services of Positive Vibes Incorporated. We do debt restructuring, we help with credit repair. And we put money into the pockets of real estate investors. If you're a real estate investor, get in contact with us. If you need debt restructuring or credit repair, get in contact with us. 757-932-0177. 757-932-0177. 
932-0177. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. What?